0: Hello, I'm GP, and I'm a first-time dad. Alright, so welcome to the fifth episode of the First-Time Dad podcast. This is the podcast where I share my insights on parenting. You know, some people, they'll say, you're not qualified to give advice on parenting because you're not a parent yet, you have no kids yet of your own. They can't say that to me now. Now I'm a parent, so I guess that qualifies me to give my insights on stuff. Alright, so this episode will be about cooing and shrieking, or uh, some of the sounds babies make in their second month of existence on this world. Second to third month, approaching the third. Yeah, so newborns, the sound they make is called cooing, or C-O-O-O. Cool. A coo sounds like this. Alright, so uh, a coo is, is their way of talking to you, actually. So if you notice in the first month of a baby's existence, its primary means of communicating is crying. All it does is cry. And uh, there comes a point when it cries somehow sound the same. He can't distinguish a cry when he or she is hungry, or a cry when he or she wants his or her diaper changed, or a cry when he or she wants to be carried. So these all sound the same to the untrained ear, but people say, well, you'll eventually get used to it. You'll eventually know. There's actually a way uh, you can find out what kind of cry it is for very early newborns. And it's called the uh, Dunstan baby language. I'm going to share a link on the description of this episode, so if you're interested in finding out, check the link out. So what the Dunstan baby language says is that there are basically just five sounds that a baby makes before it goes into full-on cry mode. See, when it's on full cry mode, that's the one I was mentioning earlier about them all sounding the same, so before a baby reaches full cry mode, there's a... A build-up stage to the full crying mode so it, it sounds like a whimper it's gonna whimper it's gonna make a kind of sound before it goes to full crying so the researchers who came up with this I assumes mr. Dunstan or dr. Dunstan or whoever it is he or she was able to narrow it down to just five different sounds before it leads on to the full cry so there's one For, I'm hungry. There's another for burp me. The baby's got a lot of air in the tummy. The third sound is for a gassy stomach or need to poop. And there's a fourth sound, which means the baby is physically uncomfortable. So it could be he feels hot or he feels cold or his diaper's wet. And then there's the the sound he makes when he's sleepy and he wants to go to sleep. So it kind of makes me wonder, if babies want to sleep, why don't they just close their eyes? (laughs) But apparently, it doesn't work like that with babies. They have to learn how to sleep. Uh, Sometimes they just fall asleep. But to be able to uh, fall asleep consciously, like I want to go to sleep, that requires higher brain functions. So babies don't work at that level yet. Okay, some parents may say that when a baby cries, although it... The sounds at first may seem to sound the same. You'll eventually learn to distinguish what he means by this cry or that cry, All right. That I would say that's not entirely accurate. I would say that as time goes by, the baby's crying won't be limited to sound alone. So there will be facial expressions included in the baby's cry like... Uh, like my baby for example, he has a certain look on his face when he wants to be carried. You know he's not really crying, he's just making that sound and he's looking at you and he wants me to pick him up and uh, you know it's the correct look when you pick him up and he stops crying. That means, okay, I did what he wants. So. Uh, it's trial and error like that, but you'll get to notice that you won't be reliant on sound alone as your baby grows older. You can see facial expressions start to form. The time before the third month also is the time when the baby will learn to smile, and this is called the social smile. It's so different from the involuntary smile of, uh, of babies, you know. I'm going to talk about smiles in another episode, but... Yeah, I just like to mention that this is the time when they will learn to uh, recognize you and smile, and that, that, that's called a social smile. It's not an involuntary smile. It's something that he consciously does to show that he recognizes you, and you know he's, he's up for anything you want. So if you want to carry him, he's cool with that. If you want to sit him on your lap, you know he's cool with that. So uh, the smile, I think it's like an invitation that he's cool with it. The baby's cool with it. Whatever you decide to do with it, just uh, he's going to express it if he doesn't like what you're doing. So if you hear him uh, cry or make some sound and it's, it doesn't sound like a natural thing that he'd do, that means he, he doesn't like what you're doing. So better change it up. All right. So uh cooling. The sound they make, you know, that's actually for me. I think it's the missing link between uh, crying and talking. You know, uh, when baby coos, it usually ends in a shriek. And it goes higher in tone, and it ends in a very high shriek, like uh, like this. <coughs> what I think is it, happening here is that the baby has discovered that it can control. The volume of the sounds that come out of his mouth, so he can't yet make sounds like p- or b- t- You know, those are those will come later. But the thing he will discover, the baby will discover. Uh, I'll just use the pronoun he when I actually mean both the genders. But because I'm talking about my son, but uh, it's just so it's easier for me to to discuss without. You know, being too conscious of the pronouns I use. But the thing the baby will realize is that when he breathes this much, the sound he's gonna make is going to make it's going to be this, this high. And when he, when he uh, breathes out excitedly, it'll go up, up and register. So he knows now that he could control how loud the sound he makes. So when he's really excited, he's going he's gonna to shriek. You know so when the baby shrieks I mean he's like you know like uh, those teenage girls when they see and they see uh, handsome guys or teen idols rock stars and then they shriek yeah, that's that's the equivalent that's a very primal uh, sound that uh, even babies have when they see something and they like they shriek so the shriek is the highest volume they can make and then they also make very low uh, volume sounds and they also make sounds that are not that loud you know they have an awareness already of the volume of the sounds they make i think uh it's kind of evolved from there a different volume would mean a different thing so from there i think babies are going to take off and they're going to discover that i don't know what would come next maybe the speed which they deliver like a, a long cry and then the shorter, faster cries, you know, maybe they discover, oh, you can control that. And then soon they discover I can control the sound. And it doesn't have to come out always as ah, ah, it can come out as ee, oh, ee, So maybe, maybe that's where it goes. I'm not really sure. So you have to stay tuned to this uh, podcast series. So you can find out what I discover in those things. But anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's what I have to say about, uh, cooling and shrieking. It's, uh, you're one step closer to talking. It's only going to get uh, better and better from here. And it's like you're, you're actually deciphering a human being. that's a sentient entity. And uh, I remember one quote from uh, the creators of the Pixar movie Soul. Oh, by the way, I also have a review of that in my other podcast, The Couch Tomato. So check it out, thecouchtomato.com. Well, anyway... uh the director of Soul was Pete Doctor and he mentioned that one of the things that inspired him to do Soul was the memory he had of his son, who, as a baby, already showed character. Yeah, that—that's something I would like to discover more as I continue this journey. But I'm pretty sure that a baby does have character because uh, my son—it's almost three months now. You know, when, when he coos and shrieks, when he's talking to you. He knows what he wants, and he will uh, do everything he can to get it. His character is going to improve more, you know. it's going to be nuances, you can tell, uh, as time goes by. But right now, that's that's what I see in him. He's like a go-getter. Uh, I hope that translates to, to his adulthood into something positive about achieving one's goals, you know. But, who knows, maybe uh, he outgrows it or it becomes a part of him forever, so... It's interesting to find out. Anyway, that was my episode, or episode five of the First Time Dad Podcast. We discussed uh, cooling and shrieking. Drop us a line, send us a message. You can uh, message me at firsttimedadpodcast at gmail.com. That's uh, the number one ST Time Dad Podcast, all one word. Or you can search uh, at First Time Dad GP on Facebook. That's a full word F I R S T time dad. And then my name G P. Then uh, give it a like and follow. And you can listen to First Time Dad on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other major podcast platforms. Also, First Time Dad is part of the Philippine Podcast Directory. Like and follow us on Facebook to check out other great podcasts from other Pinoy podcasters. Again, so until our next episode, this is GP, the First Time Dad, bidding you a good day. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.